Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Yo. Welcome back to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts. It's your number one source for all things craft beer related. The internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives, and friendship. Uh, I am your host, the crispiest of boys, Tom. And I'm your other host, the Royers Ford Rattlesnake. Oh, we're bringing it back. Bring back the music. Yes, we are. We are definitely bringing back your oh, original yeah. music. Can't plug in this. <laughs> Did that on Hell yeah. Did that on the fly, baby. <laughs> I don't know if I can be that anymore since I'm Mr. Spaghetti Arms now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll get well, into that later. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Well, you were a psycho killer last week, so, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think that's an upgrade. Um, all right. And we are the Dan, you got your music ready? Oh, I'm ready. All right. We are the best, best friends podcast in the world. Dan hit the music. What do you think, Tom? Any, any reason you picked this song in particular? I mean, I just kind of felt the theme of this week, so I don't know. Hmm. It just put a smile on my face. Okay. All right. That's fair. It's good. I mean, it's not the that's song, fair. but it's a song. Yeah, sure. All right. Okay. We'll all get right. a better one next time. Yeah, we won't. Um, all right, everybody. Um, uh, before we get into uh, into talking to our guest and, uh, and drinking some beer, uh, I got to let you know, uh, we can't say this anymore, Dan. So there's been an update to uh, Apple Podcasts. Do tell. Uh, you're no longer subscribed. What? Yeah. You no longer subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You follow. Oh, okay. You can follow podcasts. You can follow us. I mean, that's what you do on Spotify too. So yeah, it was, it's all, it just sounds better to just say it. Yeah. Just sign up, follow, forgive us a subscribe, rate and review. Shoot us a follow. Shoot us a follow. Yeah. Whatever. Follow back. Hit the (laughs) smash the like button. Uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a follow follow on, uh, on wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, Give us a rating. Dan, what's our rating? Five star party, baby. Five star party. Um, let's not skew from that. We're gonna we're we're sitting at five stars right now. Let's keep it going. Yep. We don't care what you say about our podcast as long as it's five stars accompanying it. Yeah. Um scathing reviews. We love them. Um, but give us five stars. Yeah. Uh and then uh yeah, give us a give us a good review. Like Dan said. It, it, you know, it, it good, bad, funny, whatever. Just give us a review. Um, and then if you enjoy the podcast, tell all your friends about it. Tell all your friends. Tell all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Dan. All right. And we'll get into uh, some other ones here. Um, obviously, we want to talk about our partnership with Breweries and PA. They are the leading 
resource of all things Pennsylvania craft beer related, connecting beer drinkers to the PA breweries they love. Go to breweriesinpa.com and follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at breweriesinpa. I don't have a sound for that. I know we got to find a good sound for it, especially if Matt's going to be in the, uh, in the chat all the time. Yeah. Hit hit me again. Hit me again. All right. Uh, breweries and PA is the leading source for all. You don't have to do the whole thing. Just hit me with that at breweries and PA. Yeah. What's wrong with the beer we got? Uh, I mean, the beer we got drank pretty good, don't it? What beer are we talking? What are just specifically beer in PA or is it, can we also talk about Budweiser? I mean, you can buy it in Pennsylvania. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, they bought uh, they bought Rolling Rock, didn't they? Oh yeah, they did, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, so they have a brewery in PA. Uh, it's go. not there anymore. Budweiser. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, and uh, and guys, we are still a uh, part of the Hopped Up Network. Uh, Hopped Up Network is an ever growing group of independent beer podcasts. Check out all the other podcasts on the network at www.hoppedupnetwork.com. Hell yeah. All right. Let's get to our guests. Yeah. We're thirsty. Dan, who are we, uh, who are we talking to this week? So we've got... Oh, oh, oh. What just happened? I don't know. Dude, what just happened? Do we have everyone on? No. Dude, did your whole... Com- I know, we still got everybody. Uh, dude, I think my computer just crashed. I thought I heard people in the background. Becky, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, they're still here. I don't know what just yeah, happened. Yeah, I can still hear you guys. Hell yeah. We still got you guys. Don't worry. Uh, for some reason, our monitors went down. Yeah, I don't know what's going <laughs> on. What's happening right now? Oh, this is so bad. Oh, oh no. we went offline. Oh, no. We went offline, but we're still talking. It's so weird. What's happening? My fans are going crazy. Hold on. Oh, no. Some just, some just went wonky. I just heard a blink, 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 blink. Oh no, what's going on? Damn technology. Dude, technology is really ruining my life right now. What's happening? So appropriate for Logan on the show. Let me Seriously. It's because you let me on here. Hold on. I'm gonna I'm seeing if you uh, take two sleeves off the equation here and this is what happens. Exactly. Holy crap. All right. So we're back from a little bit of technical difficulties. Um yeah, man, that was uh that was pretty crazy. Podcast just crashed my uh my computer i'm just letting everyone know we're back okay <laughs> awesome um, so we are back cool um i think we were getting right to the intro right yeah, there i think so <laughs> so um let's talk about who we have on tonight we've got the owner and head brewer of wall and paul pack brewing company we've got becky ryman and logan ackerley hey guys how's it going, uh, how's it going? we've Thank been we, it's been better I want to thank Logan for the technology uh, issues. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I definitely need to get into some beer here. Uh, um, let's see what, uh, man, I'm, I'm like thrown through a loop right now. Um, is the computer okay? Yeah. Uh, for now. Awesome. Um, for now. All right. So let's, uh, let's get drinking and, uh, and we'll start talking and you know, this will, this will all just disappear. Yeah. So, um, what are we, uh, what are we starting off with here, Dan? Uh, we're starting off with the collaboration beer, correct? That is correct. We are starting off with Recyclops. Yes. Much like we are collaborating with Brewers and PA, uh, Wampompec, uh, collaborated with Brewers and PA. 
They did. So we've got uh, well, we've got Recyclops, Hazy Pale Ale, brewed and dry hopped with Experimental Hop HBC 586 and Cryo Hop Blend. God, man, this sounds like a... Oh, they said there's no sound. There's no sound at all. <sighs> oh, there we go. All right. There we go. Much better. Is the sound on? Yep. Sounds on now. Jesus, God. All right. I think we need to call it. <laughs> See you guys later. Yeah, this was, uh, it's been real guys. Um, appreciate everything. Have a good night. Um, thank God everybody came out to listen to this uh, or, or not listen to it. Yeah, for real. Jeez. All right. Well, you know, let's, uh, Hey Dan, did we, we talked about it. 5.5, alcohol by volume. Um, it's a beer. Let's crack into it. Let's do it. All right, everybody. <laughs> All right. One, two, three. Man, someone over there has a really good mic because that crack was echoing. I don't know who that was. I'm going to look me. Love this beer. So um, tell us about, is this... Um, like a series that you guys constantly do here? Cause I see issue number two on the can. Yeah. So that was, uh, we've done one other, uh, kind of office themed beer in the past. It was called captain of the leadership. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, when they take their booze cruise on Lake wall and paw pack. Um, so that was the first one we've done. Uh, it didn't have the same style label, but uh, when we were putting this one together, we thought it would be cool to start, uh, you know, throw that up there because probably won't be the last one we do. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, being Recyclops, too, is phenomenal. And you have all the iterations of Re Recyclops, too, which is perfect. Yeah. I love this can art. Um, I'm going to give you guys a cheers, though, but thanks for coming on. Let's all oh, yeah. uh, give a cheers yeah. here. Guys. Sláinte. Cheers. And as we cheers, the computer goes down again. Mm -mm. You bite your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, yeah. Uh, we, explain to uh, our audience why the uh, why the office themed uh, beer. Uh, so the original one uh, kind of just came about naturally. We weren't even thinking about uh the show other than pretty much everybody likes that show and uh uh somebody mentioned i think we were just doing a colch and um it was just like we're close to scranton um we're maybe half hour from scranton so we're not too far uh so it kind of just made sense for us to and being right on just off of lake wall and paw pack uh, where they did the booze cruise, it made sense for us to do uh, a beer themed with that. That's great because what when I saw the um, when I saw the iteration with the uh, captain of the leadership, I I laughed too because I'm like, oh, and they're Lake Wall and Paul Pack too. That's hilarious. So no, it felt like it felt right with that, and it's awesome that you guys did uh, Recyclops, and this also was um, I guess kind of a charity too. You guys donated the proceeds. Yep. So, um, yeah, the Lake, Man Lake Wall and Pop Pack Watershed Management District is a 
big um, proponent of, you know, keeping the lake clean. They do a lot of work in our area uh, to make sure the water quality is good. And um, they're a nonprofit. So we figured with the Recyclops theme, um, launching it around Earth Day, it would make sense to uh, donate some of the proceeds of the beer to their cause to help keep the lake water clean and usable for everybody. Now that's really awesome. I, um, I always like to see, uh, like awesome artwork. That's not only funny, but like, it's also for a cause too, yeah. which is, uh, which is great. I like that a lot. And shit, this pale ale is nice. Yeah. So, um, what is this cryo hop blend? And I'm just going to butcher this, the TRI two, three, zero, four CR that I didn't get to reading. And I'm just through a, a glad, bunch. glad I didn't have to recite that when there was sound. <laughs> it sounds, yeah, it sounds <laughs> like you, uh, you just threw a bunch of calculators. It sounds like the code on the side that ooze and teenage mutant Ninja Tur- turtles or something. Yeah, just imagining a bunch <laughs> of graphing calculators floating in the, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. that would have been killer for social media, but we missed out on that one. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Yeah, so actually both of these hops, um, when we were talking to Matt and Chad from breweries in PA, we were kind of just thinking, like, let's do something different. Um, I'm actually, and we as a company, we do a lot of lagers, uh, but working with breweries in PA, they've been doing a lot of lagers lately, so we wanted to do something a little different, still light enough and refreshing for spring. Um but so when we were talking about it, uh, it was kind of just like, well, let's do some experimental hops. Um, so the HBC 586 um, obviously doesn't have a name yet because it's still in the experimental phase. Right. Yeah. Um, but that one was supposed to give notes of like peach and some citrus. And then the cryo hop blend uh, was one that, the hop supplier YCH uh, going back and forth with them. They had recommended this one. We just started using cryo hops, okay. which um, if no, if people don't know what cryo hops are, uh, they're basically like a concentrated form of hop pellet. Okay. So they kind of, they pull out all the oils and lupulin glands which is what gives you that hop flavor and aroma that everybody loves. Yeah. Um, and they separate it from the vegetal material. Hmm. So you kind of just have a concentrated hop cone, really intense flavor and aroma. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's definitely different. It's crazy how it evolved to like just extracting all the, like the purest forms out of like, like you said, the vegetable part of it and, um, you know, just getting like to the purest form. Eventually you're just going to be like dropping in like hop, hop essence, like, uh, like you're filling up your, your diffuser at night with your essential oils. It's going to be hop essential oils for sale. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. It's going to be a whole pyramid scheme to get people to sell it. <laughs> All right, Dan, let's talk about this beer. Yeah. Um, notes of white peach. Definitely. Um, when you guys mentioned that on the, uh, on the flavor profile. I had this on Saturday. Yeah. Had to do a little research. Yeah. As I like, I like to call it research now with this, you know, get the beers beforehand and have a little like taste test of my own. Whatever you need to tell yourself to make you feel less like an alcoholic. That's what I'm going to say then, Tom. (laughs) But yeah, uh, white peach was definitely something that, um, I was definitely pulling from this. Yeah. This is definitely, um, 
it's definitely a different tasting, uh, definitely different tasting IPA. It's not an IPA. It's a pale ale. Pale ale. Sorry. Um, yeah. The, it, I, because you said getting, that, I think that's why I was thinking it's like those hops are so, uh, like right on the front, but mm-hmm. it does have a nice, it has that, um, finish that you want from like a pale ale versus like an IPA. It does have, you know, a little bit of that like malt backbone, just like peek it over at the finish of the beer. Yeah. It's definitely a little bit of that, like grapefruity juice to it. Yep. Um, it's not like that, like that grapefruit rind. It's, it's more, it's a little bit more juicy. Um, agreed. I agree with the white peach. I'm getting that. Um, maybe a little bit of the, the honeydew on the, the back end. Yep. The tail end of it. Um, I'm getting less irritated that the computer crashed halfway through the podcast. Cause this is starting to you know, give you a nice mm-hmm. relaxation right now. <laughs> it's got a good mouthfeel. I mean, it's not like super soft, but it's not like, it's not extra carbonated. It's, it's just like a nice, nice sweet spot. Definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of everything that you're saying about it is kind of what we do. Um, at, I don't know how many of our other beers you guys have had, but we kind of aim to do that approachable beer. Um, most of our stuff isn't going to knock your socks off in terms of like just intense flavor. Um, we like balance and drinkability. So agreed. Um, balance is good, especially when you're doing traditional styles, which you guys have a good resume for, uh, you have the Paul pack cream ale, um, I think you have the, uh, the large mouth. Is that an American IPA? Yep. American IPA. Yep. So that's a, another good classic style right there. You guys are, like you said, you make those approachable beers, like a Paul pack, like a cream ale just in this area alone, like Pennsylvania, New York. And you have that New York crowd that comes down too. cream ale is huge in the state of New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. That's, uh, I, I actually started brewing up in the Finger Lakes region. Um, about an hour south of Rochester where Jenny cream is yep. and uh, cream ale is, has a cult following up there. It, it's insane. It just flows through the rivers there. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> um, just cream ale springs all over. Yeah. And, and sitting at 5.8, this is very sessionable. Oh, totally. Which is what you guys were looking for because you're getting into the spring season with this release. Uh, people are starting to want something that's, you know, that, uh, that beer you have after mowing the lawn, we always call it the lawnmower beer or something, you know, have outside while you're barbecuing. It's definitely isn't, it, it doesn't give you that, that weighed down feeling that some of those IPAs like double IPAs, hazies have. Yeah. Um, obviously you guys, no lactose in this, right? Never put lactose in a (laughs) hoppy beer. Ah, uh, you're my kind for, of for yeah. me. For me, so. my my kind of brewery. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you're you're getting that. It's nice and light. It's um, yeah, not not giving you that like that kind of bloat to it. Like I I always feel like when I, I I'm not a huge like pale ale IPA. I I, I would definitely go with a pale ale or an uh, American pale ale uh, over an IPA um, any day. But uh. I, I just always feel like I can have like one, maybe uh, like an IPA. It's okay. I understand. It's just, it, I, I don't know. Uh, there's something about I it. I can I'm totally just, have like, you know, three. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm not a, 
I it's the know. odd couple of craft beer over here. He's really? just like, I hate IPAs and I'm just over here bathing in it. I'm I just like, yeah, tell me more about how much you hate IPAs <laughs> while I'm just sitting there just washing my hair with it. I don't have a, yeah, I don't have a hate for, I mean, I have a hate in some of the things that they do to IPAs, but. Oh uh, yeah. Don't hate, don't hate the beer. Hate the adjunct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like that. Right. Yeah. I, I'm, I, if you guys I, put that on a can, just make sure my face is on it. It'd be awesome. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, yeah, I, 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 I get weighed down by like one IPA, but I'm also the guy that can drink a crowler of Imperial stout on a beach. I know <laughs> you turned in, you turned into a walrus on the beach drinking like this Imperial stout. <laughs> the black ooze pouring out of me like uh, Danny DeVito's penguin at the end of Batman. <laughs> what did we say? Uh, you're like the walrus, like the flippers just yeah. going like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Good times. Uh, good times. Uh, yeah. Thanks, Ludlam <laughs> Island. Um, so um, any future uh, office kind of um, themes for any other upcoming beers? Any ideas floating around? Uh, we had a, when we were originally talking to Matt and Chad about this collab back last fall, um, we just had a list of probably like 30 names like didn't even have styles to them or anything it was just awesome. like Kevin all, floor like, chili <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wonder the, if could, could you get away with just calling one scrantonicity or scrantonicity two? Oh, you <laughs> can do scrantonicity and scrantonicity two. oh man there you go was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there i mean there was everything on there we had the Scranton Strangler, the Safe <laughs> Bandit, and all, a whole bunch of references to the show. Um, so we'll, I'm, I'm sure it's going to happen. We'll see what the next one is. Yeah. So you guys are located in Holly. Yep. Ho- yeah. Holly, which is yeah. it, how, how, uh, how close are you guys to Scranton, Scranton proper? Dan, you got uh, you so got to stop about like parts. 45 minutes. I actually went to college there. Okay. Um, so it's not too far away. So yeah, so that yeah, that, that would explain minutes. that explains the uh the the office references, their proximity to the the Scranton area. And plus they had an episode in Lake Wall and Ball back so. Yeah. Well they they've had exactly. a couple. Did they go back to oh. Yeah, wasn't the uh wasn't the uh the the games the team building one yeah the no the one where he made them compete uh yeah. for there wasn't yeah, team no, building I think that was Lake Scranton so there actually is a oh. Lake Scranton yeah that's the one yeah. where I thought uh, they went back to Wampum Pack where he's floating out in the lake in the sumo suit mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and the hot dogs <laughs> yeah hot dogs and one turkey burger yep <laughs> <laughs> um all right maybe that'll be our next team builder Logan we'll have to reenact that on the stories of Lake Wampum Pack <laughs> yes. <laughs> John will love that. I bring a, th- a thousand, <laughs> a thousand hot dogs and one turkey burger. Uh-huh. Perfect. So they walked across fire, right? Like, yes. oh yeah, they did the- that. Oh my okay. god. Yes. About that too. All right, we're we're, we're, we're staff who would do that. I was gonna say we're gonna continue. This is gonna be an office podcast yep, by the end of yep, this. We're pivoting. <laughs> we're pivoting. <laughs> um, so we did have someone in chat ask. Uh, let me find it. Um, you, they heard. Uh, uh, okay, uh, okay, 91, uh, asked, I heard Juan Palm Pack, Juan Paul Pack bought Kundless. Kundless? Kundless? Is this true? <laughs> that question ends up on this podcast. That's, 
that's, that's fascinating. Um, that's great. So no. <laughs> so Kundalas for you guys, because you probably have no idea what this is about, um, was a barbecue joint uh, that was extremely popular um, in Hamlin, Pennsylvania. So actually right between us and Scranton. Um, we did not purchase it. We started doing barbecue last summer as a pivot for COVID um, just to try to like do something different. Um, we have an extremely talented kitchen staff uh, and yeah, unbeknownst to us, there was some rumor circulating that um, we purchased this barbecue place. Uh, we paid a lot of money for their recipe. <laughs> no, we didn't. So uh, interesting. <laughs> but no. <laughs> There's like barbecue beef actually, going on in this chat. Oddly enough, I had someone recently try to, to purchase it from me. They said, we need, we want to buy Kundala's recipe from you. And I said, you know, I, I'd love to sell it to you, but I, I don't own it. So <laughs> yeah. I know what you're talking about. Super, super crazy. Wow. All right. Well, uh, they got a uh, very local with that. Um, so, uh, tell us about, uh, <laughs> tell us about your, uh, the, the beer scene up in, uh, up in the, the Scranton area. Uh, so it's, Catching up um, would be how I would describe it. Um, when I moved here to work at Wallenpaw back almost four years ago, uh, there really wasn't much beer in the area. Um, you had Breaker out in Wilkes-Barre and a couple in Honesdale near us, um, but really... There wasn't much, like I'm, I moved from the Albany area, um, which has a ton of breweries up there. Um, you know, there's a really good, uh, in the industry, the brewers all go to each other's breweries and hang out. And like, I moved here and it was kind of, you know, middle of nowhere. Um, but now four years later, I mean, we have another brewery down the street from us in Hawley, um, oh, wow. There, there's breweries in Carbondale's, uh, Wilkes-Barre, a couple more in Honesdale, one in Milford. Like, so the surrounding area is really catching up and I'll, there's a lot of good beer in the area now. Um, I think when we opened up, as you mentioned, the cream ale was kind of like our strategic thing, like kind of to get people in the door. Um, cause if you don't know craft beer you want the most approachable beer that you have and yeah. so that was kind of like a gateway beer for us and then it kind of just took off from there it's awesome did you just go around to all these like new breweries open up there like so what's your uh cream ale situation you know what are you what are you guys doing in terms of cream ale <laughs> just yeah, the real test much. as you go around <laughs> yep yeah we need to make it happen like they do in the finger lakes yeah i <clears throat> My uh, my younger brother went to college in the uh, <clears throat> the Wilkes-Barre area, and uh, I remember going up there, and there was nothing up there. It was like, do you want to go to like Lion's Head? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, yes, I do. So I, <clears throat> when I heard about, <clears throat> excuse me, when I heard about you guys, it was like, uh, <clears throat> I was just surprised that I've heard of Breaker, um, and when I heard about you guys, I was like, oh, I mean, there must be stuff going on up there. It was crazy. The last time I was at Lake Wall and Paul pack, you guys were putting the barrel system into the building as we were like leaving. We were, uh, we were up at the, uh, the needleworks up the hill 
and we were driving around. We were actually watched as some of the barrels were going in and we saw the sign like coming soon and everything. Oh, wow. So yeah. that was like the yeah. last time I was there before, you know, start having kids and you can't go out to places <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, uh, I was like, what was it 2017 you guys started, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. We, we built, uh, from March until, uh, July of 2017. We started brewing in July, 2017, and then we opened, um, late September, 2017. So we're going on four years, which is wild. It's been so fast. <laughs> Just blink of an eye. So how did you, uh, how did you get into Like how did Wong Pong, Wong, uh, I knew I'm going to do Wong Pong Pack. It. I'm, it's my Delco. I was waiting, I was waiting for the, it. I was like the Delco started coming out Delco and it stopped him from getting to the pool pack. <laughs> <laughs> so what made you start the brewery? So, um, I have a kind of untraditional background for a brewery owner. I'm actually a CPA. Um, so that's what I went to the university of Scranton for. I got my master's degree there. Um, and I'm, so I'm a certified public accountant. Um, I worked in public or uh, private accounting for a, a consumer electronics company actually for about four years, um, got my license and then kind of decided that I didn't want to work for somebody. I wanted to have my own company. Um, and I have very entrepreneurial parent parents who support a lot of what I do, a lot of my, my crazy ambitions. And, um, I said to them, you know, I think it'd be neat to do a brewery. And my cousin actually in Florida started a brewery as kind of like a side project thing. And um, he has like a really successful IT company and uh, just wanted something not so serious, something fun, something that would enhance his community. And um, he was brewing beer in his garage and his friends were like, hey, you should turn this hobby into a business. Um, so we actually bought like an old quick lube station and did it. Um, he opened with a seven barrel system and I kind of watched what he did, followed his business model, and uh, got a lot of guidance from him. And then um, we were huge fans of the Holly area. We grew up on a small lake in New York and always went to Lake Wampawpack with our boat. And we're always up in the area, and there's so many people in the summer and just not enough things to do. So we kept, you know, my family driving by this big lot of empty property saying, what could we put there? What could we put there? And watching what my cousin did in Florida, um, I started kind of brewing a little bit at home, just sort of doing enough to be dangerous and really liked it. I mean, I love, I've always loved science and math. Like I think it's awesome. And this is way better than drinking Miller Lite. So, <laughs> cause you know, Scranton, that's all there was right. Um, in college, but, uh, you know, kind of got into it and, you know, my passions business and running the business and growing the business. And, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to find Logan and, um, another brewer that we started out with, and, uh, you know, kind of the rest is history. They, they focus on the beer. You know, I focus on the business. Um, we have a amazing chef in the kitchen who puts out phenomenal food with an incredible staff. And then we have a brew pub manager in the front who kind of runs that show. So, um, it's, it's all come together really well. And it was, it was really just my passion for a business that I wanted to do. That was fun, interesting. And, you know, like one of my favorite things to say is, good days we get to drink a beer, bad days we get to drink a beer. Like who has it better than we do? So great, yeah. great business model right there. Going. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Super interesting. Then, uh, final thoughts on this beer. Uh, so yeah, I did my research beforehand. So I, I went straight through this cause I knew exactly what I was going to talk about. Um, the experimental hops in this give it a very unique taste for a pale ale. In my opinion, this is, um, it's got such a crazy taste that I'm really excited to see more experimental hops being used. 
Um, especially with this cryo, um, I'd like another one to kind of, you know, get a baseline on this because it was very unique, but finished like a classic pale L. So gave you all those crazy experimental hop tastes like an IPA, but finished like, you know, like it should have pale L. Great. Yeah. Ticked yep. all the boxes for me. Thanks, Paul Hollywood. You're welcome. Um, so, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I thought it was nice and light. Um, it was, you know, it had a, an inherent crispiness to it. Um, it, I like the, the, the citrusy aspects to it. Um, mouth feels great. Um, we got some, we got some solid late up. What happened? Uh, did we lose, uh, yeah. anybody? I think we lost everybody. No, we still got. Oh, we're still here. Oh, there we go. Okay. Um, we just froze. Everybody froze for a second. Everybody froze up. Hey, we got them back. Sweet. They're back. Okay. Um, it was a real like took a deep breath situation right there. Quick breath. We thought the uh, computer was going down. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with our on our end. Um, yeah. Um, overall, yeah, yeah, it's nice and light and very approachable. Um very uh, high drinkability. Um, yeah, I would drink again. Well, appreciate that. We got a lot of people in the chat too. Yeah. Going off about, uh, how you guys are great. Uh, enjoying the classic styles and stuff too. So having a good variety of beer is, uh, I think essential. Definitely. Uh, going just through your, um, dossier. And I think we'll get into our second beer here while we talk about it. Um, just some of the like classic styles and some of the awards that back them too. Um, we definitely want to get into. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, we do have a question that came in, uh, we, from, uh, from our chat here. Um, they wanted to know, uh, if you would do a tribute beer to the former Arby's where the brewery now stands, uh, something roast, <laughs> roast beef flavored, uh, hopefully maybe uh, a roast beef and cheddar <laughs> ale. Uh, we have <laughs> joked about that many times. Um, <laughs> we, we actually put a, basically a roast beef sandwich on our food menu just in tribute to that. Uh, but yeah, we were going to make like a curly fry double IPA or something stupid like that. And, <laughs> Uh, it's so I like, wanted to call it, we have the malts, but <laughs> didn't get back to me. <laughs> we got the malts. <laughs> who would have, who would have thought Arby's would ghost you. It's just so Pennsylvania yeah, right. to have people mourning and Arby's getting torn down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know. It'd bring a tear to my eye sometimes. What's that? Uh, an Arby's going down. Yeah. I haven't yeah, had a big beef the, and cheddar in a while. Or that'd be, Arby's. That would be devastating. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say both probably right now at this day and age. I don't think I've had a big beef and cheddar in the last five years. I haven't, you know, <laughs> but I, I still look back on them fondly. I don't think I had our, I've had Arby's since I found out what the roast beef actually is. Don't tell me. It, 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 it might be roast beef, but it's not like it's not the roast, kind of roast beef that you're thinking of. Don't, don't, you don't have to. You don't have to like ruin it for me. Yeah, uh, I won't, Dan. I'll I'll leave. You I'm never gonna have one again. So just let no. me think fondly <laughs> back on them right. as they were. Let me remember them as they were. All right, not Fair as enough. they are. Fair enough. Um, all right. Uh, do you want to get into our next beer here? Next beer, yeah. So I guess our episode will be dropping on um, Wednesday, which is uh, Seis de Mayo. Uh, no, isn't that Cinco de Mayo? Is it? 
Yeah. It is Cinco de Mayo. Oh, Wednesday yeah. is Cinco de Mayo. Dude, that's why I was like, yeah, the Mexican the lager is perfect. So we are going to be talking about Diaz del Lago Mexican lager. I, I'm so happy. I've been, I've been, I feel like almost every brewery that we have on, uh, I'm like, oh, we should do the Mexican lager. And it always gets shut down. Or the one time I did get Dan, Dan to agree to do a Mexican lager, it was Levante. And they were like, oh, we sold out. What other Mexican lagers have you recommended? I've definitely <laughs> recommended Mexican lagers before. No. Yes. Go back. A hundred percent. I am charging everybody on this stream to go back and listen to the only other time. <laughs> we It's never been, we don't bring it up on air. It's only yeah, I don't think we've ever discussed this, but yes, I am 100%. stoked on this. Um, so this is the Diaz del Lago, a refreshing pale lager brewed with flaked maize and fresh lime puree, 5.2% alcohol by volume. All right, guys, let's get a crack. All right. One, two, three. Ooh, I changed. I um, I correct myself. It's actually your mic, man. You're getting a really good crack on that. Getting good sound over there. I like it. All right, I've I've, I've, I've calibrated. I've calibrated. Have you been calibrating yeah, it? All right. I've been I've been doing crack practice on a and l Oh no, on yeah. our off days, I'm just sitting here like it took it took twelve tries to get right. It right. Yeah, it's not right. Need more lows. <laughs> the highs too many highs. Just cracking twelve beers, just feeling like yeah, perfect. My wife's like, pay attention to her son. <laughs> like, I have to get it right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. The stange is not uh, not great for pouring. Ready to cheers? Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's cheers. <laughs> All right, everybody. We've got we've got Tom Sancho. over here with his stange, like he's playing Breaking Bad right now. Yeah. Oh, man. A man's cooking. Yeah, the stange is not great for pouring. Yeah, yeah super head retention on there. You know, so uh, cheers to you. <laughs> oh, wow. This takes me back, man. Yeah. 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 We were clearly targeting a certain certain style. A certain vibe right now. Bloodwab. Yeah. <laughs> a, cer a certain a certain lake vibe right now this uh this might uh if i could get this like all year long this might replace my my beach beer i know you want to tell them what your beach beer is Budweiser. lime <laughs> well, i thought it was imperial stouts well yeah i mean that's Come on. Uh, we only make fun of him because he did it once and then just had like the stout sweats the entire time. <laughs> you know how many times you know how many times you make that mistake? Once. <laughs> yeah. Once. A man was that. sweating malt over there. <laughs> oh, this is a uh, this is delicious. It is um yeah, this would definitely replace my uh my beach beer of Budweiser. lime. <laughs> Jeez. so the um the flaked uh maze that you guys used in this would this be considered essentially like a pale american lager i guess american style with the maze yeah um it's any kind of adjunct lager i guess you you could say um with the corn in there uh kind of just keeps the body light but adds a just a touch of flavor and sweetness um, yes which again 
I mean, combined with the lime just makes it super refreshing and really approachable, easy drinking. Extremely crisp. Definitely. And, um, that's why I asked because the BJCP just decided not to put Mexican lager in there. So it's racist. I mean, it hasn't been updated since 2015. So, I mean, it's, it's lacking, (laughs) but a little behind. I mean, yeah, with the flaked maize and just, yeah, it has that classic like American lager taste with the sweetness joined with the, um, you said lime puree you guys did with this. Yeah. So we actually, we did lime puree and we ended up adding some, uh, fresh squeezed lime juice as well. Uh, just to, we weren't originally going to, uh, put it through our centrifuge, um, which just helps clear the beer up. Yeah. Uh, but then we were thinking, why not? Um, and then once it went through, we were like, yeah, maybe add a little bit more lime just to brighten it up a bit. So lime puree and juice in this. Nice. I'm just like picturing Logan, you know, sleeves off, just smashing limes just Uh, early in the morning, turns on the lights. He's just in there. I just picture him with a lot of grapefruit stories. We actually have a series of beer called Logan's Tears. (laughs) because <laughs> um, Logan hates putting fruit in beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just pictured Logan's Logan with a... Cucumbers, Logan's macerated cherries. <laughs> yep, cherries, cranberries. Yep. Cranberries, yeah. I just picture him uh, on, the, uh, on the, the brew deck and just like slicing one with one cutting, with a cutting board and one lime and just slicing it in half, squeezing the half in and just going, perfection. <laughs> That's it. That's all we need. I wish that's all it took. (laughs) (laughs) If it was one lime, I would be very happy. Um, Or we've done a lemon lavender shandy and fresh lemon juice in that. A nightmare. Even with all the fantastic. the, The great tools we have because we have a full kitchen. It's still such a nightmare squeezing limes for hours, lemons for hours on end. I hate doing these beers, <laughs> but everybody loves them. So. <laughs> I mean, it tastes delicious. I can, I can, I can taste all the, uh, the blood, sweat and tears that went into this. The, bl- the blood, sweat and sleeves, obviously that went it's into mostly this. blood, but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I can look past that. That's a, right. a certain bit to it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we did have somebody that uh, that asked, is the lager single infusion, step mashed, or I don't know what this word is, uh, decocted? Decoction. Yeah. Um, so this lager, uh, we actually, most of our beers, we use a step mash. Um, actually, I can't think of any that we don't do a step mash in. Uh, we're not really set up for decoction, so I try. We've, I would say, a pseudo decoction, I guess. Um, but we don't get the same results that a true decoction mash gets. So we pretty much just stay with the step mash. Okay. Very nice. Cool. Uh, step mash too. Off also offers, I I think, in my opinion, a real crisp finish for beers too. Um, I've seen some breweries like changing up their kind of lager program and using the step mash more, uh, to bring out a yeah, more crisp finish when they're, you know, on the final product. Yeah, absolutely. That step mash, uh, you can get, you just get 
total conversion. So the yeast has all that sugar to eat and it just dries out, makes it super light, crisp, like you said, refreshing. Um, so it worked out well for this beer. We do that with our cream ale, um, and actually most of our lagers. So awesome. So, um, Logan, how did you get started in brewing? Uh, I have a little different introduction to brewing too. Um, I, I'm one of the few professional brewers that never homebrewed. Um, I was based, I mean, literally my buddy and I were, we were just customers at a brewery that opened up like two miles from where we were or where we were going to college. Um, and we were showing up there enough that when they needed people behind the bar, they asked if they needed, if we were interested in help. And uh, obviously, yeah, you're going to pay us to pour beer. Talk <laughs> we're, about beer. we're already hanging out here anyway, of course. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Might as well get paid to be here. Um, but so they hired us. And uh, from there, I kind of just worked my way up. And it was kind of right time, right place. Uh, our saleswoman left and I took over for her for a couple months. And then our assistant brewer left and they asked me to take over for him. Uh, so I kind of just drank my way to a job. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad way to get a, I mean, really now I've turned it into a career, which is fantastic. But yeah, that's a. Uh that's a, that's a pretty amazing story. It, it's our second straight week with like, uh, in an unorthodox, uh, way to get into brewing. Yeah. Like the non homebrew approach yeah. where you know, going into it. Um, yeah, we had Richie Tevlin from victory brewing on last week and he was like graduated college, didn't know what he wanted to do like beer. And he was like, all right, I'm just going to apply to a bunch of places <laughs> got in, got in at flying dog and they were like, you have no experience. We'll train you, whatever. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to work at, he worked at flying dog, then Philadelphia brewing company and victory twice. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's like it, the most ridiculous story to like, just, get into being the head brewer at victory. It's a pretty good track record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're seeing like that trend that, you know, it doesn't always have to start with homebrew because, you know, I mean, obviously Tom and I, we had a Mr. Beer kit and we're not brewers now. So we definitely took the wrong way. So well, that's because we failed at the <laughs> Mr. Brew kit. So that we, <laughs> we sc- somehow screwed that up. See, we should have just been drinking at a brewery until they hired us. We should have went the, uh, the Logan route. <laughs> there you go. Oh my, I would, I would have showed up first day and been like, where are all your syrups at? <laughs> I need, we, no malt extract. I need the malt extract. Yeah. Yeah, where's the crystal? <laughs> yeah. Where's the can of extract? Yeah, please. I, it looks like a dip can and it has a syrup in it. Somebody help me. <laughs> Somebody help me, please. <laughs> I brewed on a Mr. Beer system, okay? Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. You wor- should hire me right now. Yeah, don't worry, guys. I overcarbonated the uh, the first batch. Uh, <laughs> I'll use less sugar this time. <laughs> yeah, it was a. Uh, yeah, I oh. don't think anybody nails a Mr. Beer kit. Like, I I don't think that's a thing. Those were not <laughs> na- made to be nailed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. It's like 
Uh, if you're desperate, you'll drink whatever you make on it. It's like they made it so you question your decisions after you make the beer. Like you thought you were going to be like something. You're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna brew beer. This is gonna be my profession. And then you have to, and, and then, then you sip it. And then you have and to you bo- just go. No, you have no. to bottle it in two liter soda bottles. <laughs> the yeah, most right. ridiculous shit ever. <laughs> it, was the, it was the most West Virginia way to brew beer. <laughs> like I was in like an RV in like an old parking lot, just making <laughs> in plastic bags. Oh my god, yeah. It, it it separates the men from the boys. Just come out with my gas mask on. <laughs> Just using my Mr. Beer kit, y'all. Oh my god. Yeah, plastic for men are. <laughs> like the clear brown clear brown plastic for men. Yeah. It was like Barrel. little it was like little tykes made it. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the little tykes my first brewing kit. That's what we brewed on. Oh, That's great. So uh, that's the level of uh, professionalism you get from the best, best friends podcast. Yes, in the there world. you go. All right. Serious questions coming in. Are you guys going to be shipping to more States? Yeah. So that's something we're uh, working on. Um, PA has been pretty good to us. We've had a lot of uh, following in PA for shipping. So that's been awesome. So we're using that to kind of get our bearings, get our process down. And um, yeah, fortunately we can ship into a bunch of other States. So I'd say probably by the fall, we'll be shipping to a bunch of places we can, like D.C., Vermont. Um, there's a few places we've had a lot of people reach out to us from. So awesome. Um, hopefully, yeah, watch for us coming to a state near you. Oh, I'm totally going to be ordering more with how fast it got there. <laughs> yeah, if you're in Philly, it literally comes like next day. It's amazing. And that's just at the regular freight rate. Um, I guess you guys got some fancy US or UPS hub down there now. So um, anytime we ship, it's like right to your doorstep the next day. So fresh beer. It's awesome. Yeah. I ordered it and I was like to my wife, I'm like, it, it, it might show up today and I'm going to be away for the day. So you're gonna have to sign for it. And so I just left and she's like, I have to be home all day waiting for your beer. <laughs> and she's like, it was here pretty early. So we got it. <laughs> are, they, in, are they in Kunda? They're in Kunda. We are. Yeah. yeah. Kunda and Bella Vista down in Philly. You can pick her up our beer. I don't know where the hell Bell Vista is. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I think it's a little bit more north. Yeah, I don't know where Bell Vista yeah. is, but uh, Kunda is, uh, that's one 100, of 100 years strong. 100 years strong, one of the best uh, beer distributors in our area. Yeah, it's an impressive store. How do you, uh, how do you pick which, uh, which beers go into um, distribution like that? Um, so in the new markets, um, we've been really trying to focus on our flagship because we're still kind of new, like especially in the Philly area. So, um, up where we are, we service nine counties, we self-distribute. So anything basically that we can goes into distribution. Um, and then we do do tags and stuff for our, um, restaurants. Um, however, down in Philly, we started with our flagships and then our seasonals kind of to introduce our products. Um, and then they will also be getting our specialty beers, like our late case series. Um, and then some of the one-offs we do like the Logan's tiers I mentioned earlier. That's awesome. Um, yeah, definitely going to get into, a. Uh Kunda to grab more Wong Palm Pack. Oh man, you pronounced it so well that time. Yeah. No Delco came through at all. <laughs> no, nope. I'm, I'm so proud of you. I know. <laughs> my brain starts to shut off a little bit. My, <laughs> my left side of my face starts to droop a little bit. It's all right though. We'll get we'll get through it. Um, all right. Um, yeah, Matt's saying uh, you got Philly Beer Week coming up in June. Come down do some some events. Yeah, we've had a, a few different restaurants and things reach out to us. Um, so 
uh, our uh, GM, Sean O'Day, is like awesome at doing events and all those things. Um, he actually corrals like our whole sales team. And um, I know that's something he and I have been discussing lately, what our plan is to get down there and do some Philly Beer Week stuff. So uh, definitely going to try to make that happen this year. Bring the cream out. I'm just saying. Cream yeah. and Philly is strong. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Just drive up to the Northeast and with a megaphone, just going cream ale, cream ale. <laughs> so people are like, yo, you, you are talking about cream ale? <laughs> yeah. You guys talking about cream ale? I'll buy some. Uh, Dan, you, uh, you had some uh, accolades you wanted to talk about with them. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, I was speaking at the website when I made the uh, beer order for this episode, I saw you guys recently won the, was it New York international beer competition, 2021 Pennsylvania brewery of the year. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. Um, actually for the second year in a row, uh, PA brewery of the year. Oh, that's awesome. Um, which, yeah, I mean, that's pretty great. Um, obviously any, any of the awards that we get for our beer or the brewery in general or the kitchen, um, they've won some awards as well. Um, all of that stuff is, it's really cool to just to be recognized. Cause I mean, I feel sometimes it's easy to like get inside your bubble and like, yeah, you make good beer for Northeast Pennsylvania, but does it hold up against a brewery in Oregon or California or, you know, whatever. Um, so it's really cool to be, be recognized by, you know, professional judges and, um, and, you know, just to bring some of that back to our small town of Holly. Definitely. And you met, uh, you actually, you said it perfectly when you said your bubble, because, you know, other than like vacationing out there and seeing like the sign, like coming soon, you know, Wall and Paul Pack Brewing Company, um, I didn't really like hear much or get any kind of like beer down here of yours until like I started seeing like Kunda have it. And that's when I saw that you guys had the, um, the English Pale Mild that got the 2020 GABF uh, silver medal. Some GABF clout. So when I saw that you guys won that and then people started carrying it around here, you know, you know, trying to get, you know, more of your beer so I can, you know, get to know you guys because finally it kind of broke out of that Northeastern Pennsylvania started coming around here, which was awesome to see. And I think that's what you get with these awards is like, you know, people outside of, you know, your bubble are sampling your beer and they're enjoying it. Right. Um, that one was huge. Uh, for me personally, um, one, because I actually designed that beer, like hoping to send it to a competition world beer cup. Um, but COVID canceled that. So, uh, we actually sent all the beer out and then everything got shut down and canceled. Uh, so I never got to get any feedback on it. Um, so to be able to send it to GABF and I actually, it's funny they, they they announced the winners on my birthday in October last year, and I didn't even have service, so I <laughs> I, I didn't know anything about it. Just like wake up the next morning to like a hundred texts. Well, that's yeah, I had like we're all freaking out trying yeah, to text yeah. Logan, and we were all home because it was like kind of still in the middle of COVID, and all watching it, you know, from our living rooms and wherever. And yeah, we're like Logan, anyone? Logan? No, 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 no. And the next day we're like, Hey, 
GABF. <laughs> yes. So that one was pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty um, awesome. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, when GABF with a style like that, that's pretty awesome. See, and that's I what think, I yeah. – uh, it meant even more to me because that I'm pretty old school uh, when it comes to brewing. Um, I like brewing the traditional styles. So to brew a 3.5% English mild, like – and to get a silver medal for it like that, that was really cool for us, for me personally. Yeah. That one's such a cool Testament to like what we do too, because like one of the things that, you know, I've kind of preached since day one is like, if we're nothing, we're quality, we're consistent and we're clean. And, you know, the staff really embraces that. And I think one of the things we did to kind of prove that too, was we purchased a pilot system. So that beer actually, Logan, you know, tested on a small batch pilot system. So we have a barrel and a half system. Our regular brew house is 20 barrels. So um, my guys have the levity to be able to, you know, experiment and really like go out there and try to come up with brews and fine tune their recipes on our pilot. Um, it also helps keep our tap list full. You know, we get some really cool experimental stuff going on um, that we can throw on draft for our, our brew pub consumers, um, kind of sneak peeks into some of the bigger brews we do. But um, I think that one was super awesome because Logan started that on the pilot and, you know, really perfected it, put it on the big system. And, you know, we, we were awarded for it. So it's really, really neat story behind that beer. That's awesome to hear um, because it's not the first time we've heard it on the show, but having these like pilot systems and mm-hmm. hearing about people doing that, you know, in like, you know, you're making your beer. That is your flagship. The ones that are constantly going out to everybody and, having the ability to have that experimental side where you guys are doing R and D and which is, you know, we brought it up last week. Um, we talked about locust lane. Um, they have that small pilot system mm-hmm. too. Um, and they talked about that, uh, when we had them on the podcast as well. Um, it's just cool to hear that, you know, you guys are able to do that. And then something from the pilot system ends up winning a silver medal at GABF. I think and that a- was actually, oh, no, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, that was actually also the first beer that we wasn't, it was the first beer that was brewed on the pilot system that we were like, all right, we need to make a full size batch of this. Um, so being able, like, it was cool to just see that whole, uh, timeline, I guess the transition from that small scale, which if you see our our pilot system it's it's more like that home brewer feel because like becky said it's just it's a barrel barrel and a half um but to be able to transition that to the full system and then get that like it was really cool yeah but how good is the malt extract on that it's (laughs) it it is peak syrup best how are the carbonation crystals (laughs) um Yeah, we no. need a ton of those. <laughs> I like I like the idea of the I like the, when we shop talk. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the idea of the pilot system because I, I feel like we have talked about uh to um a number of brewers who kind of feel like almost burnt out um or like jaded to the whole um you have to only uh you only have you can only brew like three different styles because they're the ones that sell. Um and I, I like the idea of having the pilot because it still it gives you, you know, the the ability to be a little bit more creative, you know, yeah. do, do something that you want to do and, you know, kind of test that out and see how it would be received where, 
you know, some places they don't have that luxury. They have yeah. to brew it in on like a three barrel system. And it's like that we're brewing this and this is what is going in cans. And yeah, you guys are able to do it, it and like keep the lights on with the traditional styles and everything yeah. else that you guys do, which is great. Yeah, no, I, I think the pilot system uh, was huge for me personally, because uh, burnout is a real thing. I mean, probably in any job, um, but in the brewing industry, I, I see it a lot because we work long hours and we feel so passionately about this that we're okay working those long hours, but, the, but then we burn ourselves out. Um, so this pilot system, is, it's just cool to be able to experiment with, like you said, st- I mean, in English pale mild, like that's not a style that's going to fly out the doors. Right. Like, um, so to be able to do it on a small scale, see how it goes. Um, and also to be able to get, I got, uh, two guys underneath me, John and Ron, um, to be able to give them some, uh, one experience and in writing recipes and two, just like, Hey, do you have an idea? Like pitch it. Cause let's see how it works out and see how it goes. So oh, it, it's yeah. cool to have just for our whole staff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, like it's really cool. You've got like Logan shark tank over there where you're just <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> pitch your style over here. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they get no. bonus points if they cut off their sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> they just come out with like tear offs, like the basketball pants back in the day. <laughs> just like I, rip. <laughs> you know, the, the one episode that our buddy Steve isn't in chat. I know that we have one friend who uh, w- yeah, just in got into craft area. beer not too long ago. Just got into craft beer and it's been great. But he is uh, he's like he's been anti sleeve since day one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I need to meet this guy. Yeah, yeah. and it's that's, he's not the one. Yeah. <laughs> the one episode he is not in the chat. <laughs> yep. Um, but it, it's also, uh, you get the burnout creative, uh, creatively as well. You know, it, you know, brewers, you, you have it, it, passion. You have, you have kind of, you have styles that you want to be able to do. You, you want to be able to try different things. And, you know, we've heard, I, I think we kind of, we started this at the beginning, like right before COVID happened. Yeah. And, you know, we're fledgling, you know, yeah. When, when COVID kind of happened, it was like when everyone was like all about, it needed to be super hazy. Haze needed, craze. Yeah, was, ha- yeah. Full speed. Prime haze craze. You know, it, you needed a hazy double IPA. It needed lactose. It needed adjuncts. And I mean, sans the lactose and adjuncts, I was swimming in that stuff in early 2020. I'm just saying it right now. But we, you know, we talked to people that were like, it's just, it's, it's taxing. It's like, I want to brew something else, but we have to make what sells and this is what sells. And unfortunately it's not our favorite style. And you know, that's, it it just sucks to hear that kind of thing. Have you guys had other like styles on the pilot system that have gone on to be, you know, like the English mild, like it's, you know, one of those award winning now in rotation beers. Uh, award winning. No, not yet. That's the only one from that system. Um, but yeah, we have had quite a few, uh, we did a Bach, uh, on that small system, which was tough to do a lager on that, uh, like on our pilot system and keep it like nice and clean. And, um, but it came out pretty well and we're, we made a couple tweaks and threw it on the full size system. Um, is that the May buck? Is that the, that was a new one, right? (laughs) 
No, I that one. I actually have that on reserve here. This is like my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm normally drinking right now. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't the my book, but uh, that one I love. I'm very happy with how that beer came out. I love that beer. Um, but we did just a traditional straight up Bach. Oh, okay. Uh, so kind of like an amber, amber lager almost, but a little darker, sweeter. Um, but we threw that on the full size system. We, we did a cryo IPA, um, that we just released the full size brew of at the brew pub. We didn't can it. Um, but so we've had a couple that we threw on the full size system. Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, I had a question and it just like blanked. Just gone. Um, well, it's okay. The computer's still going, so we're fine. Yes, yes. We've got all the time in the world right now. <laughs> oh, we did have a question come in uh, in chat. Um, any plans to get uh, your beer more prevalent in the Bloomsburg area? Uh, this person hates having to make the trip back home just to pick up from the brew pub. Yeah, so our growth has been um, pretty intentional right now. Uh, we kind of take on what we can when we can, um, even in terms of style and stuff. Like, I rarely ever tell Logan no. We've kind of taken some creative license to not only produce what sells, but to produce what Logan wants to brew and feels confident in, you know, having good beer. So um, that's kind of gained us a really unique following, and we're looking to kind of step it out organically. Um, so we've, you know, it's not for lack of interest. I think every wholesaler I'd venture to say in Pennsylvania, New York, and New Jersey has reached out to us at some point. Um, so the demand is there. Um, we're retooling internally. Um, we do sell a very large amount of beer just in the nine counties we're in. So, um, it is very hard, especially in the summer for us to currently fill, fulfill that demand. Um, even with COVID, uh, we actually had a really great year. So, um, this summer, uh, one of the projects Logan and I are taking on are to kind of improve our brew house. We're going to add a little bit of automation. Um, we're looking at some lagering tanks, uh, some 60 barrel fermenters, kind of increasing that. Um, our brewery, honestly, when we moved in, looked so big. It was one of those things like, how are we ever going to fill this? Um, and here we are just a few years later, uh, pinched on space and, and kind of looking for the next step. So um, yeah, we're, we're totally looking to invest in production and we will hit all these areas um, definitely within the next 18 months. We have a pretty solid plan to get that going. I'm sure. I'm sure if you guys wanted to move down, uh, open up a second location down in uh, the Chester County, Chester Montgomery County area, we would. Uh, we'll welcome. find a lake for you. We would, I mean, I'll, I'll try my yeah. best. We have. Right. We, you want a lake? I'll, I'll find you a lake. We have a nice man man made lake right by uh, the Levante Stables. Oh yeah, we got Marsh yeah. Creek there. Marsh Creek is a nice. Yeah, man-made I, I'm lake. a water girl, so I need to, I need to be near the lake. I grew up with with a lake, but uh, we're actually opening a second location. Um, so it's right up the road from us, though. Uh, we are going to have another tap room opening, looks like hopefully in July. Um, so it will just be taps, no food. And um, right now, our brew pub is constantly packed in the summer. So we do want to be able to accommodate some of that overflow. And we're putting in six golf gaming simulators. So like these about golf. Golden tea. Uh, <laughs> yeah, indoor golf simulators. So not only can you come in and have beer, um, you can come in and have some entertainment too. So we're, we're super excited about that. Not, not golden tea. Like you guys are doing like the actual, like sky track, like you can come in and swing clubs. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're indoor, indoor uh, golf. Why, I'll, why be, I'll, I'll be over at the Golden Tee then. Why are you so far away from me? <laughs> why? <laughs> that, that's my dream. <laughs> I want to come and yeah, drink delicious beer and and shoot a one ten. <laughs> yes, I'll do you one better. There's there's cabins across the street that um, my family owns also, uh, not under the Wall and Paul Pack brand, but so you can actually golf and drink and then walk across the street and crash in your cabin on the lake. It is like the best setup. So we'll, we'll talk. There. We'll talk off air. We'll talk off <laughs> air. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, you've you've piqued my interest. <laughs> yeah, um, it's, it's an amazing area. It's so fun and like it is, craft yeah. beers really helped invigorate that I've had like, this is my best story, I think, but I've had a lot of moms come into the brew pub, like hugging me and saying like, thank you for making the lake cool again. Like our 20 year olds <laughs> and 30 year olds want to come back because there's a brewery, right? It's like the buzzword. Um, so that's been awesome. Like we love that. We love seeing groups come in the summer. It's always families and just, you know, it's, it's Sundays. It's, you know, groups of 10, 12, 15. Like we love that. It's so fun. Yeah, that's really great. Um, Dan, I think you have a, a question that's uh, near and dear to your heart. Oh, you mean my uh, my one that I always put in here now? Yeah, it's your thrasher question. Yeah, it's my thrasher question. I like to call it. Um, well, actually, this question is more so towards, I guess, Logan. Um, I always like to know what the uh, who is the uh, brewer's favorite brewer. You know, who is like somebody you look up to? It could be like... It could be like that, or it could be just somebody who's riding the hype train right now. Somebody who's just really killing it. Yeah, someone like someone whose beer you're stoked on. Uh, that that's tough. Um, really, I, I, I guess I, I got to go with like Matt Brindelson at Firestone Walker. I know they're, you know, they're not like one of the smaller yeah. local breweries. Um, but everything they do is just oh yeah the high, highest quality. Um, I've never had a bad I, Firestone. Exactly, and uh, I love Jack's Abbey. Um, the fact that they built a brand out of lagers is incredible to me. Yeah, it's no small feat. Um, I actually got to go up there. Actually, it, that wasn't where I was when I didn't have service on my birthday and didn't find about find out about the <laughs> GABF thing, but it was the same trip. I got to go up there and meet, uh, Jack up there. And, uh, I don't think they do any wrong either. Like their loggers are spot on every time. So those are the two big ones for me. Yeah. I mean, that's a, and that rings true to like kind of your philosophy at, um, Wall and Paul pack, traditional styles, clean, approachable, um, Firestone, yeah, Firestone if, to me was always read that. Yeah. Like I've been a huge fan as an IPA drinker of everything that ever came out of Firestone. Yeah. They, uh, and, it, and it's something that we always preach is just how impressive it is to do that kind of quality consistently on such a mass scale. It's really incredible. Um, it really is. That's, it's, that's not easy to do. So, Becky, do you have a, do you have a uh, a brewer that you're you're stoked on outside of Logan? <laughs> yeah. So Logan is my favorite. Everyone knows that. That's, that's something that's probably comes out of my mouth once a week at the brewery. But <laughs> how about somebody with sleeves? <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I was uh, building the brewery, I actually went to Asheville, North Carolina, for inspiration, and um, 
one of the breweries I, I just have this like place in my heart for is burial. Burial. Ah, um, uh, yes. As soon as you said yeah. Asheville, I was like burial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I love their beers and um, like they converted me on IPAs and just everything I had there was awesome. I love their brand. Um, I purchased their beer occasionally. Now I ship it now that they can ship to PA. Um, but yeah, their, their beers were just, they just did it for me. Their variety. Um, that's always been a big thing for me. Logan's on board too. We always have to try, try to have like a good variety, like, you know, be that tap room. You can walk in and have an IPA, have a lager and have something, you for know, everybody. something fun. Yeah. It's pretty cool. We're trying to look for the uh, burial sticker on our uh, fridge because we definitely have one in there somewhere. Yeah, it's somewhere. In, in, in the menagerie of beer labels that are yeah. on the front of our fridge. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, they're, uh, they're something else, man. Artwork is just phenomenal. Yeah. Like, yeah, put, it is. To put that kind of yeah. like artwork on a, on a can, it's. Not only that, on their brewery. Oh yeah, the, the brewery too, yeah. the murals and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's we're uh we're very hype on uh burial. Um and uh last question. Um and you know, feel free whoever wants to answer first. Uh Desert Island beer. So Desert Island beer style, I would say. Um what's your you have one one beer to drink for the rest of your life. What what style of beer are you drinking? Uh, for me, it's absolutely Pilsner. Um, it's the brewer's and beer. I'll, yep. Yeah. I'll even give you a specific one post shift from Jack's Abbey. I'll drink <laughs> that beer every day for the rest of my life. Like it's a perfect Pilsner in my opinion. Yeah. We, we yeah. hear it all too often, uh, from brewers. Pilsner is the style. Yeah, the be all end all. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Some people, yeah, some people, <laughs> sorry, not very original. But. No, it's they, <laughs> no, it just, it just rings true to like, you know, the, all the brewers we've had on and especially with your brewing philosophy, if you're going to have anything on a desert Island, it's going to be a Pilsner. Yeah. It's the, it's the, we, we always say that the IPA is like the electric guitar and the, the Pilsner is the acoustic guitar. Cause can't hide anything. In can't a hide any sour notes in there. Yeah. <laughs> that's true yeah what about you becky um so mckeller actually makes a raspberry coffee beer it's a berliner logan knows this because anytime he sees it he'll buy it for me um i think that would be my go-to i just i love that that style and uh i think the raspberry and the coffee just plays so well together it's such a odd pairing for a beer but um it's it's super tasty i love that beer now knowing mckeller uh, it, that's not like a, a, the new style, the new age Berliner vice, right? It's a, it's a proper Berliner that's, uh, actually carbonated and not just fruit smoothie. Just yeah. Puree. yeah. 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 It doesn't glop yeah, no, out it, in your glass. <laughs> I think this is a very strategic choice, um, going on desert Island because if it was going to be my be all end all to drink, it's going to give me those like you know what? I kind of wish this entire time I was on this desert Island, I would have coffee, but I don't. Oh. So I'm yeah, getting, I'm getting, go. I'm getting that, like I'm getting those coffee vibes, but I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting lit. Yeah. Little fruit. Cause I'm on the Island. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's some strategy, some strategy to this one. And, um, 
I respect it. I respect it. A lot of uh, people, they go with, you know, they go with the traditional styles. Logan. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? It, the, maybe the desert island has coconut. You could toast yeah. up, you could toast up your, uh, your Berliner Weiss, <laughs> make it a little more new age. Give it a little, little more milky flavor go. to it. Drink it out of the coconut. That would work. Yeah. yeah. Becky just like made it. like no. the Swiss army knife of like craft beers for a desert <laughs> island. Listen, you want a coffee? Yeah, it's got coffee. Do I have in available? It. <laughs> it's got a fork. It's good. It's got a fork. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I had an, I, I feel like I had something else and uh, I can't remember. Just completely blown away by the coffee. Berlin yeah. Bike. Yeah. I was, I, I was taken aback by that. <laughs> Uh, that's actually a good answer when you like, that's a really good answer when you think about it. Yeah, exactly. I had to like dissect it. Like I was like bare grills. Yeah. I'm just like, what's the utility of this desert Island beer <laughs> coffee? I've been known <laughs> to drive long distances for that beer. <laughs> oh, I bet. Now you go going McKellar, McKellar, San Diego or McKellar, New Baltimore. York. I was in New York. Well, yeah. I go to New York, but they were, they were producing it out of San Diego, I think. But yeah, New York's beer stores were carrying it. PA brew. Uh, beer stores were not. So. Yeah, there's like McKellar one and McKellar two or whatever. I don't know. Uh, I remember. Uh, or like the East Coast West McKellars. Are you guys putting anything on Tavor? Um, not right now. Just since we're so focused on our own shipping and then also um, increasing our wholesale, so um, we're not quite there yet. We've looked into some of the subscription services, but um, I think we're we're still just going to kind of stick with our our own uh, self distribution for now. Cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I I like the idea of uh, of breweries putting their beer on on Tavor because it kind of opens up. It breaks that bubble that Logan talked yeah. about. Yeah, you know, I mean, it gives somebody and stuff. Yeah, somebody that might be out in like California or Colorado the opportunity yeah. to get your beer. Um, I know yeah, we we we've tried a lot of beer that we wouldn't normally have access to. We made some mistakes though, too. Oh yeah, obvious <laughs> mistakes, Strecker. <laughs> Um, um, but, uh, you know, there's some beer, you know, we wouldn't have had, we wouldn't, wouldn't have had, uh, the ability to get like a, like a great notion. uh, Yeah. Like those beers out there, like Tavor does good things for that. But I mean, we're, we're kind of spoiled in Pennsylvania now with all these great, uh, breweries doing PA shipping. I mean, one day shipping like on a Thursday, you know, I'm a credit union. That shit drops on Thursday. So <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to make that beer order. So I have it on Friday when I'm at work. <laughs> um, that's a, that's pretty much everything I got, man. That's everything I got, man. I mean, I'm so glad we were able to you yeah. know, have this Phoenix rise from the ashes. <laughs> yeah. As it were, <laughs> uh, uh, we promised to be better for all of the people. We want to just thank everybody because we had a quite the stream chat here. This is actually the most I think we've had in a stream before. It, yeah. A it, lot of back and forth. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Um, yeah. Thank you to our, our consistent people like uh beer guys, nine one one. I saw Andy man in there for a little bit. Was he? What's uh, up, shorty? <laughs> those are our buddies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys know them well. Uh, your, your boy, soft hands and, uh, uh, okay. 91. I love this. He takes me back to my days of, uh, the A A I N A O L instant messenger. These are like instant messenger screen names. 
Yeah, thanks, <laughs> your boy's soft hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Um, all right. Um, XX God Smack fan. XX. <laughs> um, you know, and that reminds me, you know, we had the perfect opportunity. Like we went, we went traditional and we went, uh, you know what? We're on our outro now. Uh-huh. So I feel like we can, we can resurrect what we well didn't do. What we didn't do was we didn't get the most famous band from the wall and Palm pack area. And who's that Tom? That's breaking Benjamin. Oh yeah, yeah, true that. yeah, tr- yes, true that indeed. Oh um, man, yeah, we should have <sighs> we we, we could have hit it with you know, a little diary of Jane, you know, uh, uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, this kind of sounds like that a little yeah, bit. A little bit. <laughs> um, do you guys are 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 you are you tired of uh, Breaking Benjamin yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's, it's it's just in our our blood up here now. I think. <laughs> See, I, it's like how Hall and Oates are in is in our blood because no, they you know they what put our one of our diners <laughs> on one of their vinyls. <laughs> I think uh, I might have to I might have to either look into property up in uh, uh, Lackawanna County or uh, <laughs> or just buy a home up there because I mean you got uh, craft brewery with golf, golf? simulators. And <laughs> some good uh, new age, new metal. I would not get laughed at for just blaring breaking Benjamin all the time. <laughs> I, I mean, that's it. If heaven exists, it's Lackawanna County. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I, I might, you guys might've sold me on, uh, on buying some real estate up there. I can't believe you brought breaking, breaking Benjamin. Oh, that was I, your last thing. <laughs> we like, should have done. We should have done before I go. We're gonna talk Scranton area and not talk breaking breaking Benjamin. It's just come on, breaking Ben all day. Okay. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. All right, <laughs> guys. Uh, thank you very much for coming on and uh, and sharing your beer with us. Um, we really appreciate it. Um, we're going to take care of some, some housekeeping here. We're going to take care of some housekeeping. Speaking of new metal, um, you guys can follow us on all social media, Instagram and Facebook's at best, best friends pod at best, best friends, P O D. Oh, P O D you say. That is such a terrible start. That's not a good like lead. I like song. satellite. It's such a ballad. Um, you you can keep also- making fun of it. Uh, you're getting Dave Matthews band satellite oh, on there. So keep um, making fun of it, Dan. Test you- me. <laughs> You can email us too. It's best, best friends, pod at gmail.com. Best, best friends, P O D. Really just keep it real chill. Um, if you want to follow along to all the beers that we drink on the podcast, uh, Check us out on Untapped. It's at Best Best Friends Pod. Tom, I hope you nail it this time. At Best Best Friends P O D. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! There we go. And uh, and you know, for all of our audio only listeners, uh, hop in, hop on the uh, the live stream. With Get us. on the Twitch train. Yeah, um, we're t- trying our best to get followers. Sell our bathwater on here. Apparently, gamers can do that. Been, I've been. All of these feet picks have been going unused i know and we're not is, getting any money for the feet it's picks a travesty i'm doing feet picks for free and it's just it's the saddest form it's not of working feet out picks. um so uh yeah hop on uh live stream with us we typically do it either uh monday or tuesday yeah monday or tuesday um we pick and choose when we do a second stream that's just for us uh yeah we'll announce it ahead of time hopefully next time yeah next time maybe i don't know we're busy we're busy men um 
you know, hop on, get in live chat. We, we talked to, we, we answered questions. We brought, yeah. we bring up your questions, absurd yeah. questions. We'll take them. Yeah. You know, even if your, your name is your boy, soft hands, um, we'll, <laughs> we'll ask questions for you. Um, and you can, uh, you can find us on Twitch at, uh, twitch.tv slash best press best best friends podcast that's twitch.tv slash best best friends p-o-d cast <laughs> um do we hit everything social media well email? uh for our guests here um instagram facebook uh instagram is at wall and paul back brewing co facebook is at wall and paul back brewing company Check out their website, guys, uh, Um, Hey, if you're in PA, they're doing PA shipping. It's mighty fa- fast. Oh, mighty fast. Mighty fast if you're in our, in our area here. Um, next day shipping. It's awesome. I love it. That's it. I think that's it. That's it? Yeah. Um, well, hold on, hold on, Tom. Tom. What? We can't jump the gun here on this question because we didn't ask it last time. Oh, yeah. So we got yeah. a new friend of the podcast. New friends, uh, there's two, yeah, of them. there's two of them. Um, oh. he, he's not, he doesn't have any sleeves. I do like the lack of sleeves, though. I do, I mean, it's just like, you know, what you're getting with a sleeveless man, and he can you, no sleeves and beer, yeah, yeah. He likes pilsners, doesn't it? He does we could split a p- case of pilsner or kill with him, probably. Oh, probably, yeah. yeah. I, I think they're new friends, new friends, podcast. new, all right, new, new friends, friends of the podcast, podcast, guys. All right. You guys are new friends of the podcast. You can uh, anticipate your welcome package in seven to 10 business months. Quick turnaround. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Uh, that about does it for us. Yeah, that about does it. Guys, do you have anything to plug? Any events coming up for you guys? Um, so all summer long, we've got lots of stuff going on at the brewery. Um, we do beer dinners occasionally. We've got live entertainment, lots of bands coming up. Um, check us out in September, our anniversary and our Oktoberfest are probably our favorite weekends. Logan's all about that. Um, but yeah, check us out, um, at our new location too. We're going to have our second tap room. Like we mentioned, come play some golf, drink some beers and Logan might be there, but I promise you, he won't have sleeves. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and, and I can guarantee that Oktoberfest is his favorite because there is no fruit in those beers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we do some pretty legit beers then. So. <laughs> All right. Um, guys, thank you very much again for coming on. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, go check out uh, Wall and Palm Pack Brewing everywhere, wherever social media is, um, and order from them, uh, like Dan said. And uh, guys, uh, subscribe, rate, review. We went over that on the top of the show. If you like the show, tell your friends. Um, that does it for us. Dan? I think you have one more thing to say to me. Yeah, I do. Better say Why it. You need, I, I need you to know this. Can't ask you without it. Always have. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Tom. <laughs> All right, everybody. And uh, it's not goodbye forever. It's just goodbye one more POD song. I'm not the type to say I told you so. All right, everybody. And uh, just always remember, keep it in the back of your mind. Uh, it's been two weeks and I, I feel like I've let, oh, America you let down, you let this out of the corporate uh, episodes. We yes. Had to I do. left it out of the corporate episodes, uh, because I don't know how they feel about this. It, some people would say it's a conspiracy theory, but I know it's truth. And all of America knows that it's truth. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That lies at the feet of the Clinton family. All right, everybody. Uh, best, best friends podcast. Episode 66. We're out. See you.
Best friends.